Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by KPMG. At KPMG, innovation is the go-to state of mind. Their visionary thinkers and advanced technology help you see beyond the now, uncover new insights, and turn them into opportunities. KPMG can help you leverage the value of data and drive transformational outcomes through innovation. To explore their thinking, go to kpmg.us. Welcome to Mwahaha, a uh, King of the Hill rewatch podcast. I am Mike. And I'm Rusty. Rusty, we are uh, full speed ahead, season two. Yep. Uh, season two, episode two, King of the Hill, Texas City Twister. Texas City Twister. Yeah, this is one of my favorite episodes, too. It is a good episode. I love, uh, I love extreme weather, so extreme weather episodes of TV shows. We get a really lot good. of that here, yeah, where we we're located. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, Absolutely. last night we got... Yeah, we got uh, some, some pretty some pretty rough stuff. Yeah, it was good. Good uh good bit of rain and wind. A lot of rain, a lot of wind. A lot of wind. Yeah. Yeah, uh, driving around this morning, I noticed a lot of uh, you know, fallen tree branches and stuff. No I, trees, but a lot of tree branches. I always know if there has been significant wind uh because we have two chairs in our backyard that blow over every single time. Yeah. If those chairs are blown over, it's and a windy God day. forbid they're blown into the yard, uh then we got we got real issues. Yeah. One of the things that uh, I saw this morning that that blew my mind was when the interstate is backed up, you see those jackasses that always just oh well I'm not going to wait for the exit I'm just going to take you know just go off into the into the grass and get off the highway. Yeah. Well, I always tell myself when I pass by them, I can't wait for the day that I see one of these jackasses stuck <laughs> in the mud. And sure enough, on my way yeah. up to the studio today, uh, there was a guy. He had tried to get off the highway, mm-hmm. huge mud puddle from all the rain we got, mm. and his truck was almost like end over wow. end. <laughs> wow. You know, I was, uh, one time I was on a back road, and this guy in a big truck, big jacked up truck, uh, which we have a lot of around here, uh, was trying to pass me, you know, right up on my butt, the whole thing. It's pouring yeah. rain, pouring rain, been pouring rain for a couple of days, right? And the ditches or the culverts on either side of the road are just full of water. And so this guy, he decides he's going to pass me on the shoulder. You know, he speeds up real yeah. quick and then he gets off into the grass and he's looking at me like, ha ha, I got you or whatever. He hits a low spot. And I am not kidding you, Rusty, when I say that the dude went down into the water, came back up Dukes of Hazard style, <laughs> caught air, and then hit the ground. And I just kept on going. <laughs> it was, yeah, well, it was one of the greatest things I've ever been involved with. Yeah, you get uh, you get that what you deserve. the birth of my children. Okay, that's what we're, I, I'm pleased <laughs> to say. I hope I hope that was in there somewhere. Yeah, well, they they're they're a close second. <laughs> All right, so uh, again, Texas City Twister, season two, episode two. Uh, we start in the Hill House, and uh, Hank has his glasses off. We get to see how blurry things are in the world for Hank without his glasses. Yep. Uh, he he believes that he sees Peggy 
just, uh, you know, greeting her with the normal morning, hun. And uh, he gets back morning, Uncle Hank from yep. uh, Luann. <laughs> Luann, yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> my... <laughs> My favorite part is he says, uh, I called you hon and I'm naked. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> and got, he's got a t shirt and <laughs> t shirt robe and, 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 and robe thing, yeah. and shorts. So they, they kind of go back and forth. Uh, she apologizes and he goes, he, he, he gets very upset because she's touching his undergarments. Oh, yeah, which really, are really upset. Part of the laundry. Uh, and they, then, and then they just j- came out of the dryer, just came out of the dryer, hot and fresh. We and, know that. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. know. I, I, you know, that is. I, I am always looking to cool down, right, except for the stuff that comes out of the dryer. There's something weird about those clothes when they come out oh, of the yeah, dryer. Oh, yeah, it feels great. Cause, oh. well, well, especially if you use the uh, the little softener sheets. Oh, yeah. And if you use softener in the washer. It like smells everything is good. Just, it uh, feels crisp. And then it's just nice and soft, and nice, especially yeah, a hoodie. Yeah. My favorite thing is a hoodie or a pair of sweatpants and a hoodie combination in the middle of winter fresh out the dryer well he starts grappling about how uh, his drawers are spinning around with her unmentionables yeah. i love the fact that he calls them drawers yeah well i like the part where he catches where he notices uh or luann tells him well yeah. no some of them are mine right. and she's sitting there he has her <laughs> underwear in his hand she uh, uh peggy finally comes into the kitchen and he's like will you look at what your niece has done and she's just like eh, scandalous scandalous you know, she, yeah. she didn't care now she uh, says, where's my coffee? Then in comes Bobby, uh, and he is very excited about this hot laundry. Uh, literally, he has a T-shirt and I guess nothing else on. Yeah, nothing else because on. Because he Just... grabs a pair of his tidy whities out of the hot laundry and puts them on right there, yep. then takes his shirt off and throws it back into the pile. Yeah. In true <laughs> and, fashion. And Hank is like, it's 6 a.m., and that boy already yeah, ain't right. Yeah, 6 a.m., and the, already the boy ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get our credits. Uh, no bell, no yell. No bell, no yell. Um, but uh, we get our we get our regular credits. Uh, next thing we see is we've got a guy uh, coming unsolicited to Hank's door knocking, and we know how much Hank likes that. Uh, he uh, gets Hank to come to the door. He he asks if Lou Ann Platter is living there, and Hank's like, "Well, he's already suspicious. You know, who wants to yeah, know?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's already suspicious for sure on this. Yeah, he uh, the guy explains himself uh, to be from Shiny Pines Trailer Park. For some reason, I always want to call it Shady Pines. Shady Pines, but it's Shiny Pines. Shiny Pines Trailer Park. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and well, he thinks the guy's screwing with him too. Not only does he not like people just randomly knocking on his door, yes. like nobody likes a solicitor. And uh, so I like solicitors. You do? I do. I don't. My wife hates this, but I will invite them in and talk to them for an hour. <laughs> and it's because I want to hear their pitch. I want to know what they're selling. And then I ask them about them, like their backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, and, and I'm probably one of the only people in America like this, but I love a good Jehovah's Witness. If they can come to my door and tell me the story, I am all in. Let's yeah, listen. Yeah, you to might the, be the only one. Let's listen to the light tower or the light watch or whatever the hell the thing's called. Watchtower. The watchtower. Let's let's listen to your story about how it's heaven on earth and all the people are going in a spaceship and the whole thing. I want to hear about it all. Yeah, my mom. My mom remembers. Uh, <laughs> she used to tell me about when she was a teenager. Yeah, and uh, she was upper middle class England. And uh, the Mormon boys used to ride by. And Mormon boys. boys. And she says, you know, she was about the same age as they were. Yeah. She says they were always well-dressed and really sure. polite and White handsome shirt, young men. White shirt, black tie. Yeah, yep. she said, so she always, you know, she always oh, they, didn't mind speaking with them. They, I always thought they were that way, too. And then uh, in my 20s, I had a little uh, studio apartment. And when I say studio, it was literally two rooms, you know, just a little tiny apartment. Mm-hmm. And right across from me, two Mormon boys moved in. And uh, they asked to borrow my hibachi one time. They used my hibachi and gave it back to me with chunks of fish stuck on it. So, so it has tainted my view of the Mormon church ever since. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's just the fish. <laughs> yeah, it was the chunks of fish left chunks on my hibachi. <laughs> so he is looking for Luann because uh, he's saying that Luann owes six months back rent, which I want you to understand, this never gets mentioned again. Never gets that mentioned. She again. owes money anywhere. She owes money or well, anything. The, I, the, yeah. I think this is the last not mention of the trailer, but this might be the one and only time I think you see yes. the trailer park yes. in the trailer. Maybe I don't know. They I'm, talked about it before. Yeah. But I don't think we've ever actually seen, seen, it seen been the trailer. There. Yeah. yeah. We've certainly not seen the inside and the aftermath. Which that that comes. Right. 
So uh, uh, Hank argues with him a bit. You know, you got it wrong. She doesn't have a trailer. That's why she lives here. Don't play mind checkers with me, man. <laughs> mind checkers. Mind checkers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, <laughs> the guy's like, we're both reasonable people here. And Hank's like, you said it, friend. Yeah, and they're both grabbing it, for something. Hank is grabbing for a nine iron. Yeah. And the other guy has like a uh, like a pointer thing in well, his hand. Well, that's the thing with Hank is... Uh, the episode about anger management and stuff like that, yeah. how they have the whole spiel about he's angry and things yeah. like that. Well, I always thought that he really did need it. Everybody's like, well, I just don't like idiots. I was like, no, dude, you grabbed a nine iron That's when a right. guy was coming to your front door exactly just to right. talk to you about money your your niece owes. Like, he was just so quick to have that in his hand. It, it just tripped me out. Yeah, he was quick to pick that up. And there's yeah, a was. reason those are right beside the door. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Well, and that's and that's kind of funny that you never see Hank with like a you would think that him being a, a red blooded a American from Texas that he would have like a gun by the front door, but instead yeah. it's just the old, you know, well, it's Paul's his, nine it's his iron. Willy bag. Yeah, it's his willy bag. Yeah, it's yeah. his willy bag. Uh so uh they, they start kind of going back and forth. Uh they you know, uh, we're both reasonable people here, they're grabbing for their things. Uh, and, uh, he tells him how it can't be right because Luann used to live in a trailer, but then her parents fought and, uh, that's why she lives with them now instead of living in the trailer. So there we go. Uh, so that's why they're living. Sorry. We had a little, a little ruckus out in the, uh, out in the control room. Uh, but her parents fought, uh, the trailer tipped over, they both went to jail or whatever happened with them. Uh, her mama went to jail. I know that. Uh, and then uh, that's why she's living with the Hills. Yep. And the guy's like, well. The cops hauled it off. Yeah, that's what she was yes. told. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and Hank is, Hank's like, uh, uh, the guy says, man, if you're calling me a liar, you better have something stronger than an umbrella. Yeah. Hank's like, <laughs> nine, uh, iron. nine iron. The guy's like, well, Y'all have, have a nice day. day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you better be done. holding something stronger than an umbrella. And then we see Peggy and, and Luann coming back to the house, and Peggy is in the middle of one of her stories. She's talking about how she was uh, asked to be a substitute for a German class, but she said nine. She thought that meant yes. Uh, <laughs> so she really <laughs> missed out on a big opportunity there. Yeah. Uh, and then they open the door, and Hank's just waiting. He's waiting there with the newspaper, and he's like, Luann, why are you living here? And Luann has to answer him with the fact that she has nowhere else to go. He informs her that the guy came from Shiny Pines Trailer Park and said that uh, she's got a trailer, trailer there. there. And and here's here's everything you need to know about Luann. No, I don't. It tipped over. He's like, but it's still there. No, no it, it, it tipped, tipped over. over. <laughs> He's like, well, let me try to explain. I got a beer can. I tipped it over. Now, is it still there? I can't live in a, a beer, beer can, can, Uncle Hank. I can live <laughs> I in a trailer. I can live in a trailer. But, but I, don't I don't have a trailer because it's <laughs> tipped right, over. Because it tipped over. That's everything you need to know about Luann right there. The everything. Fact that absolutely every single thing. The trailer does not exist anymore because nope. it tipped over. Tipped over. Uh, so uh, Peggy is telling Hank about how it can't be livable. It's full of broken dishes, broken dreams. Broken dreams. <laughs> we'll clean it. <laughs> Says we'll clean it. Peggy, what they had a sponge that cleaned up broken dreams. Woolworths, Woolworths would still, still be in business. business. That's right. That uh, dates the show. It, well, yeah. I mean, Woolworths probably, what, 60s went yeah. out of business? Well, when 60s, I think 70s? 30 years ago, businesses that went out of business are Kmart. Yeah. 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 Woolworths was a long time ago. Long time ago. We have a Woolworths building downtown here, but it's been converted into other stuff. But it still says, I believe it still says Woolworths out in the tile in front of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know a, there's some, uh, I know there's down. a spot randomly in, in downtown that just has, uh, it was Cox's. That's mm -hmm. what it was. They had mm -hmm. that little spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cox's mud. It was, uh, Cox's for those of you who don't live in our backyard, uh, was, uh, basically like a clothing store, high end clothing store. Oh, high end clothing store. Yeah. yeah. It was a I didn't even end. know what it was. Yeah. It, well, <laughs> it was there and then it was over on Valley Mills, uh, where the, uh, Ocean Buffet is now. <laughs> That, oh yeah, that that's, was Cox's. Well, that was the first, uh, the first shopping center. It was like the first yes. mall. Yes, yeah, yes. In '53, well, after the after the tornado, he's he's they did that. full of facts. Tornado folks. again, yeah. Tornadoes he's full again. Full of facts. Uh, so uh, now we see the guys outside. They're like, "Hey, hey, Hank, what you gonna winch?" Because Hank is under his truck setting up a winch on his truck. Uh, he said, I'm going to, I'm going to winch Luann's daddy's trailer. I'm going to untip it and set it right. Because in Hank's mind, that's all you got to do. You set untip that trailer. It and it's resets. It, everything's it. reset. That's it. Yeah. She can go. 
they can have a happy family. Well, she knows how to eat eat her feelings at this point. He's already taught her that. Absolutely. gulp it on down. (laughs) So uh, uh, Bill Dale Boomhauer, Bill says, you know how the Egyptians untipped the pyramids, don't you? With a winch, a cinder block, and 50,000 Hebrew Hebrew slaves. slaves. Yeah, he's crazy. (laughs) Well, and the other thing is you can just see Hank's face during this thing. He's just like, ugh. He doesn't want to hear another one of these stories. He's ready to go untip a thing. Yeah, uh, Bill informs him that he could get him a tank. Uh, from the army which base, which is crazy, the, like which, the amount of stuff that he he can do, or just he's well, an army barber. He says, you know, that it's nothing better for pushing except for maybe a bulldozer, and they lock those up. Yeah, they're so they don't up. lock up the tanks, but no, they lock they up they the, lock bulldozers. the bulldozers. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> he tells them, no, I got a tank, uh, I got a uh, truck and a winch. A truck and, and a winch. Uh, you want to keep talking, or you want to go tip a trailer? And of course, the boys are all in. I mean, they get to tip a trailer over with yeah, a winch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds like a good time to me. Yeah, I mean... Well, I mean <laughs> that's all you only, need. The only tipping I've ever heard of was cow tipping. Well, that's true, cow tipping. I've cow tipping, folks, tipping. don't do it. Usually um, usually around here, if a, a trailer tips, might as well go ahead. Yeah, and, man, come on. Those things are made out of cardboard. Yeah, hang it up. <laughs> misery. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Dale shouts out to Nancy. Uh, I'm gonna help Hank, Hank winch a trailer. Winch yeah. a trailer. I'll see you at dinner. Nancy responds with, "I'm sorry, Shug. Uh, I got to anchor the eyewitness weather tonight. There's high winds blowing. Maybe a tornado. This could be the disaster I've been waiting for. Keep your fingers crossed." Yeah. And then he goes, "What about my supper?" This said, "I left the carton of cigarettes on the table." He's like, "I think I'll keep her. I think I'll keep her." Yeah. Uh, then, uh, uh, we see them all driving to the trailer park and, uh, uh, Hank is informing these fellows that, uh, you know, trailer parks are some of your biggest consumers of propane right behind school buses and crematoriums. Crematorium. The way he yeah. says it, it's not crematorium. He no, says crema- crematorium. Yeah. Uh, Bill is, uh, uh, just enthralled with all the pretty, pretty trailers. Uh, they're all so shiny. Uh, and then Boomhauer sets into a little bit of a thing here and I don't really understand what happened to him other than <laughs> he kind of comes to his senses while he's talking. Yeah, that's a that's a dang old good old deal. Hundred dollars a month you get them hookups, get them old dang tube top jiggling around everywhere. And then it's he says but dang old trash. Nothing but dang old trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it might uh, be what he likes. <laughs> well and then they uh they all get out. Uh he's telling Boomhauer to crank up the winch. Boomhauer is now in the truck. Uh, he is going to drive the truck, and the other three boys are going to watch the, the thing tip over. Uh, and he he keeps going and keeps going, and he actually runs the truck back up onto the trailer, which is the first mistake. Then they have to set up a ramp, run the truck back down the trailer, yeah. and then they finally get the uh, they finally get the momentum they need. Uh, the trailer tips back over, but Boomhauer doesn't stop and runs into another trailer and tips it over. Yeah, tips that over. Yeah. So it's a whole series of events. Uh, then we go back to the Hill House, and uh, Peggy and Luann are watching Jeopardy. Um, Luann is asking, uh, do you think Alex Trebek is sexy? Yeah. Do you think Alex Trebek is sexy? She just immediately, get Get out out, of my mind. Yeah, get out of my mind. (laughs) (laughs) So here comes a proud, uh, a proud Hank. He's, uh, hey there, Luann, peg leg. I just love when he calls her peg. Yeah, I do too. That's fantastic. He comes in all swaggered out after accomplishing the goal of the day. Yes. He thinks he's about to get his den back again. Oh yeah. Yeah. Peggy's like, what have you been doing all day? He said this and that. Um, um, I, he says, uh, uh, to Luann, here's a thought. Wouldn't you like to have your own room? Sure. I would. I'd also like a date with Alex Trebek, but I don't see what good it do since I don't even have my own room. <laughs> I love how that's a one-to-one for her. Yeah. You know, if she had her own room, she might be able to get with Alex Trebek. So, uh, uh Hank informs them that he has now untipped the trailer, uh, that he took care of it. She can move in tomorrow. I can't imagine what the inside of a tipped over trailer that's been sitting there for, I'm guessing the better part of a year looks like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if there was any food in the fridge, if there was anything going on, we know there's a fork that, that people stab somebody with. Yeah. There's a, a fork with dried blood all over it there's somewhere. A, yeah. There's all kinds of stuff in there, but he's like, yeah, you can move in tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he he doesn't even think about it. So he bad. just wants her out. And I don't understand. Cause it's like waves with him, I guess. Like he'll want her out one minute yeah. and the next minute. He's, yeah. Well, it was the den first yeah. or the, or the spare bedroom or whatever. And then yeah. it was the, uh, 
I guess that's the same episode, mm-hmm. I think. When the boyfriend yeah, broke up and they're yeah. eating ice cream and all that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the same episode. Yeah, they're eating cookie dough. Sister? Yeah, um, sister. <laughs> so uh, Luann is extremely upset. Why are you doing this to me? He's like, We're, you're welcome. You know, because he thinks he's done a great thing here. He's setting yeah. her out, you know, and uh, Peggy kind of blows up at him. Hank Hill, how could you? You're practically pushing her out the door. Hank tells her that sometimes, you know, you got to stop vomiting in the baby <laughs> bird's mouth. They kick her out of the nest. <laughs> kick them out of the nest. And then this is hilarious right here when she says, that's a very clever analogy, but you know, from our own <laughs> sidewalk, we're constantly raking up those little dried up dead birds. <laughs> dried up baby birds. That's rough. Uh, she just tells him all about how Luann's not right. or She's not right. She's not ready to get out. Uh, she goes to Luann, uh, calls her pumpkin, uh, which is a big thing around here. A lot of people get called pumpkin. Uh, and Luann sets in to tell her about how, um, she is sorry that she lost it, but she just can't go back to that trailer. Uh, well, not that she can't, she says she never thought she'd have to because she's got such bad memories there. And Peggy's just assuring her that, you know, she doesn't have to go until she's ready. Yeah. Luann, uh, <laughs> Yeah, did this you, part's funny. Did you know I'm the first one in my family to go, go to, to beauty, beauty college? college. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. And she goes, well, I'm not stopping there. I've got dreams, Aunt Peg. I want to do hair and makeup for TV. I know I'd be good. I could be the first one to hide those bags under Michael Douglas's eyes. Michael Douglas's <laughs> eyes. Those are big old dreams. <laughs> I'm shooting for a star, she says. And you know what? I'll be okay at Shiny Pines because you can see the same stars at that trailer that you can see right here. She looks up at the sun and then he goes, well, at night. <laughs> at night, that's right. <laughs> so uh, next thing we know, uh, Peggy has helped Luann pack all up. She's okie-dokie, you all packed up now. I guess you better start your goodbyes. We want to get on the road before that Dr. Demento starts stinking, stinking up, up the, the airwaves. airwaves. Do you know Dr. Demento? No, I don't know what that is. Okay, so Dr. Demento used to come. It was a syndicated radio show. I think it started... I want to say Detroit, maybe somebody will correct us, but I want to say it's in the, in the Detroit, uh, Michigan area. Um, and, um, he would play funky songs and then lots of sound effects. So he was basically like a morning DJ, but for weird songs. Yeah. So a lot of like, uh, tiptoe through the tulips and stuff like that. Uh, he is credited as being the inspiration for Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, okay. Yeah, Doctor yeah, Demento was was a syndicated radio show that was on a long time ago. So there's your history lesson for today, guys. Uh, so uh, Luann says, start saying her goodbyes. She she starts with Lady Bird, um, and Lady Bird has one look on her face all the time. There, I've never seen Lady Bird look oh, a different n- way. Yeah, now, never. I've seen her bark, uh, but I've never seen her look a different way. Right? She's a sad bloodhound looking dog. And so she tells her to smile, and she goes, come on, come on, show me that smile. Yeah. Face does not change. She goes, oh, good girl. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So Bobby uh, is saying his goodbye to Luann. He wants her to know that he did not read her diary, even though she secretly suspected it uh, back uh, June 18th, 1995, which is very specific. (laughs) That is very, very specific. (laughs) Luann says, I'm sorry, I, I, I was wrong to doubt you. Uh, and then, uh, she tells Hank, you know, goodbye. You've been just like a father to me. And, um, Hank tries real hard to get some emotion out, but and just then he gives her the card. Yeah. Hold on to that. It'll get you 10% discount on all your propane. Yeah. Needs. Just gives her his business card, which is pretty lucky rough. me. She yeah. Real high pitch. Lucky me. Yeah. She's starting to cry. She, she just wants, she, she needs a dad so bad. She needs somebody in her life to, to set her on the right road. And so um, Peggy is going to go and drive her. She tells Luann to go on out to the car, and then she she <laughs> lays into Hank again. And Hank's like, what, that car is just like cash. Yeah, the car is just <laughs> – do you even notice Luann was crying when she left here, Peggy said? And he's, then like, she goes, he's like, when is she not crying? crying? She cries at funerals. She cries at, at weddings. weddings. There's no the rhyme, rhyme or reason <laughs> to it. He goes, I spent six hours tipping up her trailer yesterday. My back hurts. You don't see me crying. And then she goes, well, no, I don't, but I wish I did. That's right. That's right. Yeah. She she and, and Peggy doesn't do this a lot, but she She's does. She's good at it, though, when she does Every once it. in a while, guilt him into the fact that he is not showing emotion and he needs to, especially with family. 
You know, she's yeah. big on she's big on the whole family. She's thing. company, and I hate. I mean, I don't understand why he calls her company. It'd be like if my niece was like, I've got a niece, uh-huh. and if she was at my house, I couldn't just imagine telling my niece, "Well, you're just company. You're just company. Yeah, you're, you're not just family. company. You're not family." That's crazy. So um, <laughs> they get into a little bit of an argument. Uh, she accuses Hank of not showing emotions. He says, I got plenty of emotions. I was afraid she wasn't going to hug me or I was afraid she was going to hug me. Yeah. I was worried that she wouldn't leave and I was happy when it was, it was over. over yeah. So that's his big emotions. And then, uh, Peggy calls him a blockhead because he never shows any emotions. Now that's hitting below the belt. That's right. And then she just says, I wonder what the hell is wrong with you sometimes. And then Hank says the words that are going to come back to haunt him. He says, really? Well, speaking of hell, I wasn't so in control of my emotions. I might be inclined to say that's the sort of place you should maybe consider making a visit towards. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was, loses uh, some steam yeah, there at the he end. He almost yeah. told her, yeah, he realized yeah. that he was, he was fucking up kind of big in a way. Yeah. And then uh, he has to tell Bobby because, you know, she leaves in a huff with, with Luann. He has to tell Bobby, I'm sorry you had to hear that. Uh, it's not the way you're supposed to speak to your wife. And Bobby just looks at him and goes, I can't hear the TV. <laughs> Well, that's the thing is, is you think that kids aren't paying attention, but he quickly shows. Well, after uh, he goes, I can't hear the TV. Then on the TV, he goes, the National Weather Service has issued a tornado watch for the Tri-County area. This is not a test. Channel 84 doesn't play those kind of games. Yeah. And then. uh, They don't play those kind of games. Yeah, they don't. And then uh, residents should be on the lookout for a tornado, especially if you live in a trailer park, because we all know, Jim, trailer parks can be hell in a tornado. And then Bobby, you think he didn't pay attention to anything no. that his dad had said to his mom, but he goes, isn't that funny, Dad? Because you sort of told mom to go to hell, right? Then they say on TV that a twister is a trailer park is hell. That's funny. And that's where mom's going. And that's where she's going. Yeah. No reason to panic, though. Yeah. Uh, Hank tells him there's no reason to panic. Uh, me telling your mother to go to hell will not be the last words we have as far as our exchanges. Uh, we'll just have to drive to the trailer park and pick up Peggy and Luann and return. Uh, and so they're going to go do that. Um, uh, he, he does have one important question to ask Bobby because if they get in the middle of the tornado, he wants to know if he knows how to restart a man's heart with a down power line, which I don't know. There's really no wrong way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Cause Bobby just goes, uh, no, <laughs> he no. Said, well, there's no real wrong way to do it. All right, let's take a uh, quick commercial break, and uh, we will finish up with this episode now that we got a twister and uh, everybody driving uh, hell-bent towards it. We'll be right back. Hey, we want to talk about one of our great advertisers. That is Sundays for Dogs. Your dog, I know I have dogs, your dog deserves tasty, healthy Real food, not kibble. Sundays is real food for dogs, formulated by a vet with only the highest quality fresh meat, veggies, fruit, and superfoods. Then, Rusty, they air dry it to perfection. It's made in the USA at a USDA human food facility. Well, Mike, yeah. uh, I personally wouldn't want to feed my dog anything that I wouldn't eat myself. So sure. uh, the great thing about Sundays for Dogs is it's fresh dog food that's shelf-stable and affordable, and it's 40% less expensive than leading fresh brands. Yeah, because some of that stuff is really some expensive. Some of it is really expensive, yeah. especially fresh food. But sure. it tastes like treat, but it actually is a complete and balanced meal for your dogs, and it's perfect for dogs who are picky eaters. I have one of those. I have a dog who is a picky eater. That little shit smells everything before he eats it and sometimes he just turns away well also the good thing about this is that you could customize your food for your dog's size breed and activity levels Mm. Uh, and that's good for me because i have an older dog who is less mobile and less active so yeah you do they cater the diet to her 17 year old uh, i've never seen your dog move no she she doesn't move much at this point but Uh she's she she is now more active with this uh she's she has more excitement about eating her stool is better she's got better energy improved weight and her coat is is way softer yeah she uh the doctor was concerned about her stool her vet vet was because uh she wasn't getting the right diet that she needed so we tried sundays for dogs and sundays for dogs has just been great for her so it starts at like less than two dollars a day right Absolutely, less than $2 a day. But the great thing about it all is that it's made right here in the USA at a USDA human food facility. Brought to you by human food facilities. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you can go to sundaysfordogs.com and take a quick quiz to find the right plan for your dog. Uh, And the best part about all of this, if you have suffered through us talking about Sundays for Dogs, you can go to sundaysfordogs.com. 
Enter the code K-O-T-H. That's King of the Hill. K-O-T-H. And you get 35% off your first order. That is 35% off with the code K-O-T-H. Sundaysfordogs.com. Women's Anye. Woof. Looking to start a business? You'll need a registered agent to receive legal notices and documents on your behalf. Look no further than Universal Registered Agents. Our team of professionals will ensure you never miss an important document. And we can even help you form your business with services like entity formation and document filing. Plus, we'll help you switch to our service for a lower cost and pay the change fees. Trust Universal Registered Agents to help your business succeed. Contact us today to learn more. From the host of the popular podcast, The Only One in the Room, Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins is a propulsive and vivid memoir about the journey to sobriety and self-love amidst addiction, privilege, racism, and self-sabotage. Best-selling author Holly Whitaker calls it an irresistibly delicious story. And MacArthur Foundation fellow and best-selling author Kiese Lehman says Stash is emotionally riveting. Buy Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins now wherever books are sold. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Rusty, do uh, tornadoes like in this episode or severe weather, do they make you sweat? Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they could be nerve-wracking. Yeah. You know, your cleanliness, and I'm assuming we're referring to sweat here, uh, is a reflection of you especially below the belt. You know, I have had a beard for a long time, but I never thought about taking care of my little danglers with the same time and effort that I do my face. Rusty, would you say that you are a clean person or a dirty person? Well, before ballsy, Mike, uh, <laughs> you know, it was it was somewhere in, in between. Sure. Uh, in Texas, the, the, the weather's hot and the humidity's high, so there's just some things you can't control, and ball sweat is one of them that you can't control. Absolutely. And... Through all the years and all the products that you're exposed to, I noticed that men never really had anything for to keep themselves clean. You know, as far yeah. as like intimate products, women have tons of them, whereas men are told to just use bar soap. Well, this takes us out of the realm of balls uh, of uh, bar soap to wash your balls with, Mike. And if you want to get your willy bag clean, willy uh, bag, they've got uh, great stuff. They've got ball wash, nuts, butt, and body wash with activated charcoal. Oh, and you uh, know what? I tried that stuff the other day, or I I, I haven't really uh, smeared it on me yet, but it's black because oh, okay. of the activated charcoal. Oh, the activated charcoal scared me a little bit when it first came out. Ooh. <laughs> They have they have that. They have the uh, Ball Guard Liquid Powder, which uh, reduces sweat, irritation, and odor. It's just like a little cream that you put on there, but then it dries uh, dry, like almost like a talcum powder type type. Uh, oh wow! Okay. Stuff. Then they have uh, the sack spray. Uh, this is uh, to neutralize odor, so I'm assuming you spray that right on the little danglers there. Yeah, it's, I'm, I imagine it's just like uh, spray deodorant. Sure. It's a, it's a deodorizer to De- neutralize it's got the that new, It's got smell. that new ball smell. Yeah. Uh, and then ball- Well, you know what's really great about all this stuff, though, Mike, is that uh, it's made only from the good stuff. It's made of essential oils and plant extracts, so yeah. there's uh, no harsh chemicals uh So nothing's going to sting is what you're telling no, me. No, there's no sulfates, parabens, synthetic dyes, and uh, the only animal that's been tested on is me. <laughs> and they have something called ball bomb? Yeah, uh, ball bomb. This is soothing cream, and I'm assuming you use this after you shave. So... The good folks at Ballsy sent us some products here. We have the Ballsy B2 Trimmer, a balls and body grooming. Yeah, Comes I haven't with, tried this one yet. I've tried everything else, but I haven't yeah. tried the trimmer yet. Comes uh, with two heads. One is for your body and one is for your balls. I believe the one we have on there is for your balls. Uh, why don't you go ahead and try that out, uh, Rusty? While, well, we've uh, got time here in the studio. Let me go ahead and uh, just shave sure. uh, shave my willy bag here really quick. and. Sure. Uh, so, oh yeah, that's uh, it glides right across it just like a hockey puck on ice. Yeah, look at that; it's just falling off in clumps. Uh, the groin area—it's no secret that balls are prone to odor, sweat, and irritation. So, upgrade your balls game with Ballsy. 
They make quality, long-lasting products formulated to keep you fresh, comfortable, and confident. Uh, don't think for one second that Ballsy is just trimmers. Like we said, they've got all of these products. They've got your sack covered with ball wash, sack spray, and more. Uh, whether you are a guy who loves lawn work and drinking a cold one in your man cave or you're interested in self-care but don't want to smell like cupcakes or flower arrangements, I personally like smelling like cupcakes, but that's okay. Ballsy is for all guys who want to get a great product to solve your ball needs. You know, Rusty, I don't think I even knew I had ball needs until Ballsy told me. And now I can't do anything but focus on my ball needs. Uh, the Ballsy products have no bullshit ingredients. Ballsy is made from only the good stuff like essential oils and plant extracts, like you said. No sulfates, parabens, synthetic dyes, and of course, no testing on animals except for you. Uh, they sell a sack pack, which uh, it's the ultimate trifecta of products, specialized formula to take care of your most prized possessions. I'm assuming balls. And if you don't know where to start, you can go to ballsy.com and you can take a quiz. Uh, you can take a quick customized system tailored to your personal saccuation. Now, I want it to be understood. I did not come up with that word. The good folks at Ballsy did. Saccuation. Uh, how's it going over there, by the way? Oh, it's uh, starting to feel smoother than fresh poured concrete. Ah, very nice, very nice. Do you put your uh, fingerprints in it just like you would concrete? Uh, no, actually, uh, <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, that's good. Uh, again, this stuff is made in the USA. All Ballsy personal care products are proudly produced in the USA, and they say they always, always will be. be. That's a big deal. That is huge. Uh, this is a perfect gift. All of their items are perfect gifts for any time of the year or even just a gift for yourself. Sometimes you got to give yourself a little ball gift. Ballsy's ball-focused hygiene practices will improve your daily comfort, skin health, and keep you smelling incredible. Again, asterisk there. I did not come up with incredible. The good folks at Ballsy did. And they have a guarantee with over 200,000 satisfied customers and a 30-day money-back guarantee You've got to give Ballsy a try. Uh, hey, could you do me a favor? Just sweep up some of that. It's kind of getting on the paper here. Oh, the janitor will get that later. Okay. The uh, janitor has talked to me about that. He doesn't like picking up the pubic hair. You have tried all their products, and what do you say about them? Well, uh, after trying the trimmer, I have to say there has never been a smoother trim without an actual blade <laughs> as far as... Uh, like like a uh, a safety razor. Yeah, it's crazy, so right? It's way better than even a safety razor, and I mean, it is just uh, there was no skin clipping. Uh, I, I'm obviously not screaming through the mic. There's no blood anywhere, so mm -hmm. very little. Uh, so it, it it keeps the war zone down there, less of a war zone and more of a oasis. A DMZ. <laughs> a DMZ. It's like an oasis now. It's smooth. Sure. It's smooth. It's my, fresh. My ball area is like an oasis, and, and there's no <laughs> there's no stank coming off the, off the nuts anymore. No so. stank on your crank. Uh, so, and and by the way, asterisk, they did not write that. I did. Uh, so keep the funk off your junk right now. If you go to Ball Wash, that's B A L L W A S H dot com, and put in promo code K O T H, as in King of the Hill, K O T H. You'll receive twenty percent off your order of fifty dollars or more. That's twenty percent off when you go to Ball wash.com and put in promo code K-O-T-H. Hey folks, welcome back. Uh, we are now at a time when uh, this episode is going to come to a crescendo. Uh, Hank and Bobby are headed towards Shiny Pines to uh, get Luann and Peggy out of that place because they know the twister is a coming. Uh, so we're, we're outside and, um, uh, uh, Hank and, and Bobby have reached shiny pines and oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. We haven't reached shiny pines just yet. We're oh. standing outside waiting there. Uh, uh, he just asked him if he knew how to start oh, a man's heart. Right. And then now we're outside. So, uh, now we're you know, outside you got with the Bill, boys. The boys yeah. are outside. You got Bill standing there in his uniform, you know, being the army barber. And he goes, well, I, uh. I wish I could uh, hang around with you ordinary citizen types, but my county needs me. <laughs> my county. I, yeah, I take <laughs> on certain powers when I put on this uniform, uh, not unlike your Marvel superheroes, you know, Stretch Armstrong, Spider-Man, whatnot. 
and then his flies open this whole time and Hank Thanks. looks down and says, your bat cave's open there. <laughs> and Bill, kill me. Bill gets a little sensitive, though, about that. Yeah, He's he like, does. I don't mind you guys making fun of me on a daily basis, but when I have this uniform on, I appreciate a little respect. <laughs> Set your moose on stun. <laughs> <laughs> Hank tells him of all the army Barbie, armor Barbies, all of the army barbers I know, you are the bravest. Uh, so, uh, Boomhauer is standing there. He's got a big old camcorder. Huge like camcorder. One of the big ones, one of the right? big ones. Big old one of the VHS. original ones, yep. yeah. Uh, and, uh, Dale tells him you better hang on to it because, uh, he's driving right up next to that twister. Uh, but that hard copy is paying $500 for flying cow videos. And Boomhauer says to that. Oh. Boom, man, cow flying all over the place. There's no time for jokes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the uh, the tornado, as Dale is telling us, the tornado is already classified at level two on the Fujisaki scale. The Fujisaki scale. That's what I was looking at. I'm I was, assuming it's a real myself. thing, right? The Fujisaki scale? No, it's it's not. Oh, okay. Uh, he informs everybody that a, strong, a storm this strong could send an egg through a barn door, uh, two barn doors if it's one the, of them's uh, open. It's the... F- Fugita scale. Fugita. And it's uh it's not necessary they they say wind speed and all that factors, but really how they base it on is how much damage right. is left. Right. Yeah. Uh Bobby is very intrigued by this. He wants to know what a level three would do, Mr. Gribble. And uh Dale oh, tells him right that, that a level yeah, three will send an egg through a brick wall. Tornado chasers call it Humpty's Revenge. Revenge. Tornado time is like the end of days. <laughs> The soft shall be blasted through the hard. Chaos will descend upon the well-organized. The strongest of men will become like a woman of average strength. So Hank puts an end to all that. That's enough. Let's go. Let's go. Bobby says, uh, just a minute, Dad. He uh, forgot something inside. He runs inside and grabs an egg and puts it in pocket just in case. Yeah, puts it in his front <laughs> front right. pocket, too. Just shirt. in case yeah. it needs to go through anything. Now, we get uh, we get a uh, another shot of Nancy Hicks Gribble over at uh, the TV station. She is uh, still doing the weather. You know, during times like this, the weatherman's all you see on ro- local TV. Oh, that's it, yeah. They, they uh, turn off everything else. And it's just weather. I can't remember our weather's guy. I don't remember the, the guy's name. I don't remember what channel it's on, but uh, he's got the really snazzy cowboy boots. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You I know you don't that, often see the weatherman's cowboy boots. No, you don't. I noticed that uh, the Is other Rusty day. Rusty Garrett? No, not Rusty Garrett. He's since oh. retired, so he's not on TV anymore. But uh, it's another country guy. He's real country. Huh. He's, he's kind of heavier set. Channel I can't six? think of his na- name. I don't know what channel it's I think it's, it's channel on. six. I know who you're talking but, about. Uh, yeah. yeah. I really like his reporting, weather reporting. Yeah, he's yeah. got a very country... And, and he's got some good voice. boots, though. <laughs> I mean, you that's what tell, matters. Uh, I mean, it tells a lot about a man. They're weather the boots. boots that he's wearing. Yeah, weather, weather boots. boots. All uh, weather boots. So we get uh, we get Nancy Hicks Gribble on TV. She is there for Tornado Watch ninety seven. So this uh, this this dates it right there. Yep. Uh, this is brought to you by Megalomart, and one of my this is my absolute favorite quote in this entire show. <laughs> yeah, this she is says, good <laughs> She says, mention that your home was destroyed and get a free five-pound bag of onions. <laughs> there you go. If you're I not put, already crying I, enough. I put freaking exclamation marks around that and everything because I love that so yeah, much. Yeah, that's a good one. That's she a really good one. She said that uh, a series of tornadoes have touched down in Arlen County. As of this time, we have no reports of injuries or injury footage. But if you know someone has been injured or is likely to be injured, please call the station. Just call the state. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they make it to uh, uh, Peggy and Luann are now at the trailer. Uh, they go inside, and <laughs> Lou Ann's like, so many bad memories. There's the fork, fork yeah. that Mama stabbed Daddy with. The empty bottles. The, the mango-colored bo- palazzo pants. Mango-colored palazzo pants that made my butt look big. <laughs> and Peggy's like, oh, this is going to be, be harder, harder than, than I thought. thought. Yeah. Uh, she said there was a lot of fight going on. I guess I just have that effect on people. She's thinking that she caused the fight between Peggy and Hank also. Yeah, 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 at this and point. And Peggy, then she goes, it's not anything to do with you, yeah. it's him. And uh, she said, I'm mad at him because of uh, all his precious self-control. And then she tells us the marriage proposal that Hank gave her. I'm surely am not unfond of you, Peggy. I tell you what. <laughs> What kind of marriage proposal is that? <laughs> and it's funny that she says, what kind of marriage proposal is that? But still yeah. married the oh, old yeah. guy anyway. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, she's got a little bit of that in her, too. Uh, now we see uh, Bobby and Hank. They're in the truck, and they're headed towards... Uh, well, less of it. Remember, she did pines. have sex with somebody other than her husband. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's right. 
Uh, and we're hearing a uh, uh, an announcement over the radio that they've got on. They're saying that Wheezy's nightclub was in the path of gale force winds. It leveled the club, but the strippers are fine. Uh, now, one customer did have his lap broken by one, one of the One of the dancers. damn lap broken. <laughs> lap yeah. broken, yeah. Imagine breaking your lap, though. That's your, just imagine your bones. I don't even know how much of your, uh, how much of your legs that is, but it's your lap. Uh, uh, Hank is reassuring Bobby that they don't have anything to worry about. The trailer park is at least three stri- strip clubs away from Wheezy's. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the amount of strip clubs in Arlen County. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, it's a, a fiasco. Lot. That and one Whataburger. Uh, so, uh, one water burger day. Yeah, that's a travesty in itself. In itself there. That's true. That's need, true. Like eight of them. You need to have one per strip club. That is Texas law. There you go. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the truck starts acting up and, uh, Hank knows exactly what it is. It's that dang old fuel filter again. Uh, there is no gas station for miles. Bobby says, Hey, let's go to the Megalomart. Uh, they've got everything in a, a whole, whole lot, lot more. more yeah. So, you know, that's their, that's their phrase, yeah. right? So just maybe they'll have fruit pies. And he just gets so giddy when he talks about fruit pies. Yeah. He loves fruit maybe pies. Maybe they'll have fruit pies. You know, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. I love fruit so pies too, though. They, they run in uh, the fake fruit. Well, I mean, real fruit fruit pies but the miss barrett's yeah. Yeah. like the ones with oh, the, yeah. the frosting and all that yeah. those are really good stuff, warmed yeah. up put it in the microwave for a couple of minutes you know so I was put talking, some fresh cream on it i've been watching these videos on youtube at night to go to sleep and some of them are about like i can't remember the people who make them it's always the same lady's voice but they talk about like top 10 things that ihop doesn't want you to know or uh, uh top or bottom 10 fast food restaurants in the US or whatever and then they start naming them off yeah. right one of them they talked about was and and I don't remember what the premise was because they all blur together but uh, they were talking about the McDonald's fruit pies and oh, yeah. when i was a kid the damn fruit pies from McDonald's the apple yeah. pie was a friggin delicacy now at some point, they changed it to a baked fruit pie rather than a fried fruit pie, mm-hmm. and that thing is inedible at this point. I do not like it. I do not like it one bit. Yeah, most things that are like that at McDonald's are inedible. It used I think. to be deep fried, probably better ingredients, and it had those those you know those pockets that form on the outside of the dough, and then they pop. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Good God. You know what my comfort show has been lately? What's that? Julia Childs. Really? (laughs) Well, they have on Pluto. Yeah. They have the Julia Childs channel where it's just Julia Childs 24-7. Did you know that Magnolia just bought all the old Julia Childs shows? No, I didn't know that. They're going to be streaming those on their network. Oh, wow. We are in the city where uh, Magnolia and Fixer Upper and Chip and Joe are, and uh, I found that out the other day. Shout out to Chip and Joe. Yeah, that's yeah. that's actually a really good move. I can see, I, I mean, I would sit there and watch them. I love to watch Julia I Child watch spread well, a turkey. Like I said, it's on the Pluto TV. I watched uh, watch hours of it. So uh, they are going into the, uh, the Megalomart. Um, now we get uh, Dale driving towards the Twister. Uh, and we just see him in the truck. We don't know exactly what's going on, but we know he's driving towards the storm. Uh, and he's talking to the twister. He says, just you and me now. Ten years ago, you took my shed. Did you think I'd forget that? Come on, bring it on. And then one friggin' drop of rain hits the truck. Don't take me. And he lets go. <laughs> yeah. and, and then it cuts scenes. Then you see the and top. And then you see <laughs> Boomhauer hanging on for dear life like he's on, at a bar on he's a hanging fucking on to that, bull. He's hanging on to that damn bug yeah, on the top. Yeah, the big old bug, That's big right. queen ant. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like going off through a cornfield. Barely making it. <laughs> so uh, Bob, uh, Bobby and Hank are in the Megalomart, and uh, they're looking for the fuel filter. And the only way that Megalomart sells them is 12 fuel filters for, for 60, 60 bucks. But I only need one. So he just takes one out, takes it up to the cash register. She, uh, the, the, the lady at the cash register is like, I'm sorry, hon. I had, these have to be purchased in packets of 12. He goes, all right, 12 fuel filters. She says, sorry, sweetheart, I can't sell you a package that opened. I opened it. I'm the one who I'm opened the it. one yeah. who opened it. It reminds me of the line from like Breaking Bad. I'm well, the one who knocks. Well, then she says, and then she, yeah, I'm the one who knocks. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one who opened it. And well, then she goes for insurance reasons. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what insurance reasons myself? And then he goes, well, what could possibly happen with an open package of fuel filters? Fuel filters. And then the other people yeah, in people Megalomart store notice. Who, are, who are looting all of the toilet Everything. paper and all the candles and everything. And this, and this, this kind of was funny to me, too, is that the, how the, at the Megalomart, yeah. uh, the tornado is on the ground That's already right. at this point. And right. every, like, usually when yeah. you're 
in Texas, this happens seasonally, and they even have like tax free weekend. They have a tax free weekend oh, sure. for yeah. uh, for disaster month. But uh, it, that blew my mind how everybody was ransacking the place post tornado, like the tornado, like <laughs> during the, the tornado, yeah. during and post tornado. Instead of like, I guess it's usually ma- the shelves get cleared out day, like the day yeah. before. Wh- Maybe you know they're protected happen. by all those strip clubs. You know, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe there's a glut of strip clubs around them. Everybody so, had to leave the strip clubs to go to Megalomart right. to so, fight for oil, f- for, or, sorry, <laughs> fuel, fuel filters. filters. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all coming after Hank now because they, they call him a jackass. And the says, jackass buying all the, fuel, all the filters. fuel filters. Leave then, some for us, jackass. One lady's like, I need a fuel filter. What are they for? <laughs> I don't know, but that man's buying them by the dozen. Somebody's stopping. So uh, <laughs> they, they barely make it out of Megalomart with their life. Uh, yeah, he just grabs one and throws out a, a, yeah. a, a random bill on That's the deal right. and leaves. Yeah, here's a 20. Hey, by the way, I lost a $20 bill yesterday, and I've never been so pissed in my life. I went through the uh, uh, drive-thru at a local grocery store to pick up my prescription, right? One of my 500 things that I take a day. I once randomly gave a, well, it wasn't randomly. I once gave a random guy $20 to get me weed in the projects one time when I was in high school yeah. and I lost that $20 bill. Well, I learned a lesson at the same time. Yesterday, it was a little windy around here. And so I put a $20 bill and my driver's license in the uh, little bank teller thing you yeah. know, that they have at the drive-thru. Yeah. Lady would not close the damn drawer. And so oh. my bill gets whipped up and blown out. Did they reimburse you? And so here I am in line, right? And she looks at me and goes, did you get it? Well, no, lady, I didn't get it. I can't get out, number one, because yeah. I'm in this narrow-ass line trying to get my damn prescription so I can keep living. Uh, and then she's like, well, maybe you should pull up some. Well, no shit, lady. Yeah, maybe I should pull up. That's <laughs> funny. I got out. I walked around. I tried to find it. Anyway, somebody made 20 bucks yesterday, and it wasn't me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so they are back in the truck, uh, and they have stopped at a uh, checkpoint that obviously the national guard or somebody has, has set up the army, I guess, cause Bill's involved. Uh, well, and we got the hazmat team out there. Yep. That's poking true. the thing that fell out of Dale's deal when he was hauling ass, <laughs> his ant poison. Yeah, oh, that's right. He did. Yeah. And they just poke it with a stick. It's like a 55 gallon <laughs> drum of poison. And he's like poking it with a stick. There's no spill. It didn't even spill out or nothing. They were, they should have <laughs> picked it up, put it in the back of the truck and drove off. He's just poking at it. Yeah. Uh, and he says, uh, Hey, come on, move that truck. My wife is stuck at shiny pines. And one of the army guys, uh, responds to him and says, he's not authorized to drive the truck, sir. I'm not authorized to drive the truck. He says, my wife is in danger, damn it. Now make something happen. Uh, then this guy calls for security, and here comes Bill. Yeah. Uh, Hank is like, thank God, make this idiot let me pass. And now Bill gets a little bit of revenge here. Yeah, and- he goes, well, just how would I do that with my blow dryer or my scissor comb? And then he starts. Uh, Hank starts pleading his case. Come on now. He said, I'm sorry. He goes, I must have a bad case of barber's ear. I can't hear a word you say until you address me as Sergeant Dotrieve. And then he pleads at him again, yeah, Bill, please. Yeah. And then he goes, well, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sergeant Dotrieve. Well, I don't know if I like your tone. Well, that's the private. thing. He keeps going after that. He's like, I don't know if I like your tone or not. And then he starts to melt to Hank. This is where Hank is now mm-hmm. reaching the meltdown phase. Mm-hmm. What did I do to deserve this? I didn't mean to curse my wife to hell. And then, <laughs> I like how he's taking this to, to heart. Yeah, he is taking it you to know? heart, which is good. It shows it shows uh, the emotional side of Hank, I guess. this is You don't get a lot of emotion out of him, but we got a lot of range of emotion in this whole. You got anger. You got the regret. You got sadness. And you got you know his, his, you got mean. He, yeah. he has a whole different oh, yeah. Yeah. array in this episode. And it's funny that this episode has such a wide array of emotions. It's a really good story and everything too. It was nominated for the 1998 Emmy Award for Outstanding Animated Program really? for this episode. Oh, yeah. wow. That's excellent. So we go back to uh, Nancy Gribble, who is looking a little rough at this point. Uh, she's back on TV. Real rough. And they have yeah. now changed it from Stormwatch to Deathwatch 97. Deathwatch 97. Uh, she says, a level five tornado is headed right for Shiny Pines Trailer Park. Shiny Pines residents, we urge you to remain calm. If there are any personal issues that you've been wanting to resolve, or if you've never experienced the miracle of lovemaking, now might be the time. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> the miracle of lovemaking. Love making. 
All right, so uh, Hank and Hank and Bobby get there, uh, and Hank is calling out for Peggy and Luann, wanting to know where they are. Bobby, of course, is, is loves to see the flamingos fly through the air. Well, not only that, he, <laughs> this is where he tries to do the egg. So oh, yeah, he, right. he pulls the egg out of his pocket, and he throws it into the wind, and it just comes right back and smacks him in the face. So here comes an old lady running out of the uh, of the trailer park. She says, the Twister's coming. Run for the Frady hole. Run for the Frady hole. I have never... You know, again, one of our sponsors is Ballsy. Make sure you keep your Frady hole clean. <laughs> yeah, make sure you keep your Frady hole. That's a good one, your Frady hole. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, he finally finds them, uh, and they are getting into a storm shelter. Uh, Hank is not so lucky. Uh, the old lady takes uh, Bobby with her, so they all go underground. Hank is caught uh, outside, and the twister is bearing down on them now. Bearing down. Yep. So uh, Hank grabs on to a uh, telephone pole, Tele- and then and he starts telling Peggy how sorry he is. Uh, he doesn't know if he can hold on, so he better say this now. He feels terrible about what he. Well, said. he calls it. Well, some of the things that he says kind of make me laugh too. So, like you said, he uh, you know he kind of begs and pleads with her. I don't want you to go to hell. I'm just, I mean, I'm not good at this kind of thing. I don't want you to go to hell. <laughs> and then she goes, uh, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Don't edit yourself. Just whatever comes, let it come. And then he goes, you're my best you're girl. You're my best girl. They killed me because that's something you say to your fucking dog. And he said they're telling his wife, you're my best you're girl. You're my best girl. Well, who's your worst girl, Hank? Right. Yeah, I mean, that all that would do is start an argument in reality. He said. Well, you're my best girl, hon. Imagine telling that to your wife. You're my best girl. Well, oh, well, no. well who are the other girls? Mm-mm, I'm not uh, saying yeah, that. Yeah, it'd yep. be a waterfall. <laughs> he tells her how, how much she means to him and that they, when they were apart today, that was the real hell. He couldn't wake up in the morning without her beautiful face. Uh, he loves her, loves Bobby, but to a lesser extent. <laughs> yeah, I love you and Bobby and Luann <laughs> to, to a lesser, lesser extent. extent. Yeah, and uh, Peggy's real concerned. She's like, hang on. It's the eye of the storm. Come on, hurry. But uh, this is funny because there is no eye of a storm in a tornado. So if really, the, yeah, there isn't. Oh, there is no, not like a hur- It's not like a hurricane because tornadoes are. Oh, you spoiled. Tornadoes like thing. a finger, where a hurricane is like you know big, like a big hug. It's a hug type from thing. Na- Mother Nature. Yeah, Mother Nature. Sure. <laughs> Mother Nature's hug. A destructive hug. <laughs> so uh, Hank hangs on to that telephone pole for all of dear life. And this is a uh, reminiscent of the. Uh, the twister when they're underneath the bridge hanging on for dear life yeah. as the F five comes off yeah. over the top of them, which would be on point for the time frame that this show came out because uh, Twister came out in nineteen ninety six, I believe. So oh, it's yeah. around the the Twister movie era because there was another movie. It was a you know, straight to TV one yeah. with uh, oh man, some of the guys. It was called Twisty. Brought to you by Wonder Bread. Brought to you by Wonder Bread. <laughs> Uh, so Hank is hanging on to that telephone pole and the wind is just a blowing and a blowing, blowing. Rips blows his clothes off, all everything. of his clothes off, including his drawers. Yep. Even his drawers. Uh, finally the eye comes, which doesn't exist. Uh, and, uh, Peggy comes out and says, Hey, it's out of the storm. Hurry, come on to the shelter. And, uh, the only thing that Hank is worried about is Luann still alive. If she is, tell her to cover her eyes because he's got no clothes on. Just run, you jackass. (laughs) So Hank picks up a cactus that has fallen next to him and covers up his genitals with it. Yeah, but uh, before before he does that. What a great episode for Ballsy to be our sponsor. Oh, it is. It's a great episode. Yeah. And, uh, my, 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 Favorite quote from this one is when uh, the old lady, he goes, don't tell me that old lady's in there, too. She goes, don't mind me. I've seen a barrel of pickles in my day. <laughs> uh, so Keep he, your pickle clean. Use ballsy. That's right. That's right. Uh, so he tells uh, Luann how she doesn't have a trailer anymore. It's tipped over again because this, this whole place is just ruined. I mean, there's stuff everywhere. Oh, right? everywhere. They look around. There's just stuff everywhere. He says, uh, looks like you'll be staying with us from now on. And she's so thankful. You know, thank you, Uncle Hank. You know what I'll never forget? When Uncle Hank was naked. <laughs> and this is the end of it. Uh, she's telling him how she won't ever forget that. And Peggy's like, that never happened. And then she's, the wind blew all his clothes off. And not my underwear. <laughs> not my underwear. She goes, yes, it did. And then Peggy's, he said, not my underwear. Not and his underwear. Peggy's like, not his underwear. What a great way to go out. Not <laughs> his underwear. One. So uh, it's a great episode. Yeah, it really it's one is. of my favorite episodes. And I guess that, I mean, it, it's obviously a good episode. That's why they uh, were uh, nominated, nominated yeah. for an Emmy. They might have not won it. I wonder uh, I wonder who won that. Let's look real fast. Let's see. 1998 Emmy. 
So the next episode we're going to be covering is season two, episode three. Um, we were supposed to cover that today. I just never had time to get around to it. So we're going to cover that tomorrow. Uh, you oh, they guys, got beat by the Simpsons. Oh, which that is, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So you guys hang tight and we will be back with season two, episode three next time. Um, this is, uh, this has been a blast. You can check us out at roguemedianetwork.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, Rusty? Yeah, you could get us on uh, Instagram and TikTok and Twitter at BWA, also Facebook, sorry, at BWAAAKOTH. Uh, also, July 2nd, we're throwing a cosplay event hosted Ooh. by Giovanni the King and Rogue he was Media. A, he was a guest here. Yeah, he was. He was a guest yep. on uh, episode 10, I believe, of season one. Yeah. And uh, we're, so we're doing a cosplay event. There'll be a $100 prize for the best cosplay. That's cool. And I'm one of the judges, so I will be biased towards all King of the Hill costumes. It's a cosplay event for any cosplay, so you can dress up as whoever you want. But my judgment will be biased towards those that are king of the hill related i don't know that you're supposed to come out and say that i'm letting anybody know that all right. I'm, I'm leaning towards if if the top three and one of them's king of the hill they're gonna the king of the hill one's gonna get my vote fantastic so. yeah that'll be a good time we're gonna have a good time uh and uh, last but not least uh just remember to support all our sponsors and mention that your home was destroyed and get a free five pound bag of onions <laughs> was that the uh that was yeah. yeah all right we matanye we matanye see you This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.